0: and at some point i was like i need somebody to yell at me like no one's ever yelled at me i need like i need this and somehow about mid-december i bought in i just bought in i was like oh no this is what i need and uh, ryan you remember like i went on uh i went on a trip to florida which is like kind of where we spent a few weeks a year down there and I scheduled my call with Mike Davis and I was like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to see what this thing's all about. And like before I even did it, like I knew I was in, you know what I mean? Like I I was just like, this is, this is what I need to figure it all out. And I'd actually like the week up had gotten a a job offer for a new job started first year. And I knew I would because like, I had a lot of experience in my industry and stuff like that. So I wasn't super worried about it, but I was, I was like, I got it. I got to change Welcome to the Superhuman Father's Transformation
1: Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck.
2: I'm fired up. It's so fun to see in here. You're messaging people. I'm seeing you in your your squad. Like, you've been messaging me. I love it, dude. Oh, here, here, here they are. I'm fired up too, bro. I'm here. Yep. There it is. It's the whole team, dude. It's Bill's interview. Look at that beard. You guys, okay, so he's prepping now. If you guys I texted that transformation or I messaged it in the post. So this is so savage. I I I have no words actually. It's so insane. I, it's freaking crazy. And he's gotta do a bodybuilding show. So he went even further. He went deeper. He's like, oh, okay, I'm here now. And let's just let's just go. How many days? 39 days out?
0: Yeah, down. today's thirty. Now I'm down to like counting the days. So I'm gonna start counting days. Now it's not weeks anymore,
2: dude. But, like, how do you, how do you, work? what is that? I mean, I'm gonna ask questions in a moment, but yeah. Maybe i just like, yeah. what, what <laughs> inter- is that? Did you ever picture yourself doing that?
0: No, like, I mean, really, so how, like, I mean,
2: how long have you been part of the program
0: right now? So, uh, long? on December 23rd, of- dude. So set was at seven, eight like eight, eight months, pretty much eight yeah. almost eight months today. And
2: you're posted what,
0: it's been about six weeks or something,
2: maybe? Yeah, How, July.
0: It was like July eleventh or fourteenth or something like okay. that. Okay. Right around there. Yeah. man. Yeah.
2: And like it's really cool too, because Bill and I connected We're on some other calls too about family stuff and just um similar. I think um our wives had the same name, you know, which yeah. is you know yeah. <laughs> In fact, they might
0: be the same person. Yeah, exactly <laughs> I was I right. talking. Yeah. yeah, so
2: it's just, we got all hyped up. He was doing cold plunges too. It was just, it was just fun, man. We really got to connect. And, and then we set this trajectory with each other and just would check in with one another once in a while. And um, I, I, that meant a lot, Bill, to just yeah. be able to kind of connect with you that way and to see you. Um, I mean, we'll get into it. He's a musician. And so there's some there's some story there on... Uh, we can maybe dig into on what that looks like. It's always, it's always more fun to be shredded on stage. You know, I'll <laughs> get into that,
0: man. It, it's that's a whole different world.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. That's well, awesome <laughs> well, right on. Well, let's, let's get into it. I'm, I'm we're going to go back just like we usually do, you know, yeah. and I, there's no, Um, we always just let this go the way it goes, but I kind of want to, you to sit in who you were or what you were feeling or the situation you found yourself in, you know, a couple of weeks before you joined the program, coming into the program. And I want to know maybe why you pulled the
0: trigger. Yeah, let's start with that. Yeah. So I had a real like up and down year last year. Actually, it was really just down Um, with work. I, I guess like, My wife and I've been working for like five or six years on getting like getting a house, like a forever home. And we spent like two years renovating it. And if anyone's ever done that, like it it, it's like a it's like a marriage killer, man. It just is. It's like it it takes everything out of you, like physically, financially, emotionally, and it's just like a stupid house, right? Um, and so what happened was is like I basically for like forego forewent my job which was like a really good job at the time and put everything into this house. And basically like some leadership changed and I found myself like in this position with this job where I was burned out. They were like a startup. So they were like ramping up and I was like, I've got to leave this job. And so I felt like a complete fucking failure to be completely honest. Like I got this other job right after that. It was worse. And luckily, like now I realize this, luckily I got laid off um, last fall after about seven and a half weeks. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even care. Like, I don't care. I'll figure something else out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm like this lost drifting person. Um, and I had, when I was in the stress of the job, I decided I was going to like quit drinking. So I was like, we'll get into like the whole like drinking thing. Ryan knows about it. But like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to stop because I can't have that clouding, like all this job. I can't add that onto the job stuff. So I went like two months, two and a half months without drinking. And then I kind of eased back into it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to ease back into it casually. Fine. It's like, you know, around the time I got laid off. Then I got laid off. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever I want. So I was like, I'm going to drink as much as I want. I'm like, I was kind of happier in a weird way. So I was like, I'm going to drink as much as I want. And I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Because whatever, fucking like, I'll lose weight if I need to, whatever, fine. And I went from like, in like 3 months i went from being my i call it like my depression weight it was like 177 and i went from 177 to like 206 in like 3 months i think something like that so just like boom and uh and i was still like kind of going to the gym but like not really um and like i've always gone i've always kind of like gone to the gym since so about 2014 and um and so i'm at the gym and i'm like on this pot, like i'm i was on Instagram and I started following, uh, Kurt storing. It was, you know, in the group. So dad, Work Kurt is a great, like follow. Um, I don't see him in the group too much, but he's in here. He's an, it's a chef. Um, and I listened to like one, I, I was like looking at his Instagram and I was like, Oh man, you know what? I'm a, I'm a shitty dad. I was like, God, I'm, like I'm looking at all this, like, aspirational quotes about being a father and all this stuff. I'm like, God, I'm just, I'm such a terrible dad, man. And like, I'm such a bum too. And so it took me like six weeks. I started like following him and then I started listening to podcasts. And then it was like, the, I mean, literally it's like the podcast changed my life, man. Like Kyle was on and you know, like most people who, what's up Kyle? Like most people who run into Kyle's like, I, I listened to the first podcast and he, it was the one where he's talking about, uh, you know, when his kid was being shitty and instead of do it, you know, instead of like yelling at him or making him do burpees, he finally just walked up and hugged him and just said, I love you. and I'm proud of you. And, you know, we're going to get through this or whatever. Uh, and so then I like a like, a, like a oh, thing. man, it kind of But I hadn't even like, you know, like most of us, like I haven't even gotten in this world of like self-improvement, self-help, better dads, better husbands. I was just like, I mean, I was just like, uh living in my own world, which, and just, you know, in hindsight, just being a complete like fraud, you know, I was just like living in my own world, doing my own thing, didn't care. And I was like, man, I should look into this. So I started go- start going in the rabbit hole. And in truth be told, probably like most of us were like, this guy's like fucking crazy. And he, and like, this is annoying, man. I don't need somebody yelling at me like on Instagram, like all the time, but you know how the algorithm works, man, it just keeps showing up and showing up and showing up, showing up. And at some point I was like, I need somebody to yell at me. Like I, no one's ever yelled at me. I need, like I need this. And somehow about mid December, I bought in, I just bought in. I was like, Oh no, this is what I need. And uh, Ryan, you remember, like I went on, uh a, I went on a trip to Florida, which is like kind of where we spent a few weeks a year down there. And I scheduled my call with Mike Davis. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to see what this thing's all about. And like it, before I even did it, like I knew I was in, you know what I mean? Like I, I was just like, this is, this is what I need to figure it all out. And I'd actually like the week of had gotten a, a job offer for a new job started the first of the year. And I knew I would, because I, like, I have a lot of experience with my industry and stuff like that. So I wasn't super worried about it, but I was just, I was like, I gotta, I gotta change. Like as a person, man, I'm, I'm terrible. And I didn't take a picture of myself in the mirror until we started, and you know, Chris had me start taking pictures. And then I started, I really looking at it being like, God, I'm a fat piece of shit right now. So uh but I you know, I had I like like we all did, right? I had had to call Mike Davis and I had to call Kyle and um what I was I've said this before in a call before, but you know, I kinda spilled it all to Kyle and um just told him I, I I laid it all out there and we can get into, you know, where I was and all that. But literally I was like, been you know, it wasn't to the level I think that like Matt Powell talks about, like his kind of mortality or whatever. But I was just like, what if, what if I just went out? You know, I was like, what if I went down to my woods and just, I just started having these thoughts. And and you know, what I learned later on is that when you drink alcohol a, a lot, a lot of it, and and especially when you start drinking it very consistently at a high level, six days a week, then there's a reason like anxiety and depression come along with it. And so what was really happening, now that I can look back and see what was happening was I was drinking so much that it was causing depression to like come into my life. And it's like, I couldn't realize where this was all coming from. And everybody's like, dude, you've got it. You've got everything, you're fine. Your wife makes some money, you're good to go. Like, what are you talking about? And I couldn't figure out like why for like a year, why I couldn't get out of this depression state. And it was because I was like poisoning myself literally every single night. And that depression, that depression started to creep back in again in December. And that I was, that's, that's when I was like, that is what really helped me make the change. Cause I was just like, I'm not letting this, I'm not letting this shit come back and and ruin. It already ruined my whole like six last six months. I'm not going to let it ruin it again. Right. Um, so, yeah, that kind of takes us up to the call with Kyle. And I, I I laid it out there. I was just like, man, I'm thinking about going out of the woods and just like kill myself. Like, I just can't take this. Like, it, this isn't how I want to live or whatever. And he's like, dude, you you don't want to kill yourself. He's like, you want to kill this old version of yourself. You know, he's like, you're just trying to end that end that other person. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, I don't want, you know, I don't want it to end. But I mean, it was that, that demon, like coming in and like literally voices in your head, like telling you to go kill yourself. It's fucked up. Um, so anyway, that's what kind of led me to the call. And truthfully, like I was on the call. I thought, I always thought it was interesting. You know, I figured, uh, I figured Kyle would, you know, betray he, you like the Andy Elliott style, right? Like, at what point are you going to ask for my business? Like, when are you going to ask for the credit card number? And we went like an hour and 15 minutes. He never asked for it. And the finally I was just like, how how do i pay you like when when can we go like i didn't even know what the cost was and like you could have told me it was whatever and i was like ready to pay whatever like i had my card in my hand i was like when's he gonna ask me when we're gonna go here but i was like man i was ready to go and um uh uh, so yeah that kind of that kind of got me to there i mean i can kind of keep going the whole story but this is epic dude uh I'm sure Kyle remembers that conversation.
2: He's he's got it. He hides his freakish memory that I have too. He's got it by the oh, way. I, I, he remembers I mean, all you guys, dude. Um. So you you sign up, you're in. Yeah. Then what happens? Do we quit drinking immediately? What was? Did we, no. Well,
0: uh huh. No. If, let's play. No, far, let's yeah. Play,
2: let's play. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. We start the program. What does it look like? That, how how do we go all the way in? Are we tickling it? And then what was the catalyst to actually make a move to put it on yeah. the altar? We as we say sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I I was started the program, and once again I was just being like I was just being a fraud. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get up at five a.m. and like I was like, but I was still like drinking at night because I didn't want to give it up. Like my num nums, you know what I mean? Um, it was my thing. So. I was like, well, I can just kind of like do both, of both, do it both, you know? So I'd like not drink as much, but then I'd try to get up at five and then I'd be like, I'd feel miserable, but I'd still kind of do it. And then I'd be like, yeah, I'm so bad at ass. I got up at 5 a.m., you know, whatever, working out. And then like got like right, like got the cold plunge going in January. I'm like, now I'm like cold plunging at like eight in the morning, you know, like nine in the morning after I've been uh, like, you know, that's not challenging you gotta do it first thing in the morning right so i'm doing all these things but i'm not really doing it and so uh finally like you brian you and i had a call and and i was just like yeah it's just like not working and like my, my trainer eyes was just like kind of going like that with like no reg- no like regression at all and we were just like yeah it's not working and finally it, i man you were the one who like did it for me It was crazy you just looked at me and you were like You can't do this program and drink at the same time. And I was like, he's like, you'll never, you'll never hit your macros. You just never will. So either got to figure it out, like in or out. And I was like, okay, like I'm in. And like, that was what a Sunday, that was like a Friday or a Saturday. And like, I went to like AA on Monday and I went for like, I went for like a month until Oh, the ball, snowball started rolling so fast that like I didn't really even have to go. I didn't have time to go in the middle of the day to be, be to be honest, but I did go for like like four or five weeks and got rolling with that. And uh, man, that's when it changed. Like February fourth, I remember I, I woke up and I was building something in my house with my kids. My wife was at work. It was like a Sunday. It was a Sunday after we talked, and uh, I was building like this outdoor shower with my kids. I was like on my hands and knees, like screwing this wood in the ground or whatever. And I kept getting up and like almost passing out because I was like so hungover from the night before. I didn't even go that hard. And I was just like, I was getting like sugar crashes, you know, like always. And I was just like, well, this is it, man. I'm I'm done. I'm absolutely done. And I went February 4th. I haven't had drinks since. So it's not that easy. It's not just like, most people can't just like draw that line. What do you think? Why? And that was my next question. What do you think?
2: Well, how'd you find that power? So yeah, okay. We had our conversation. Yeah, you recognize something. But maybe let's say you get the urge again right now. Let's say it happens. Maybe you don't anymore, which is totally cool. But there's that moment of transition where it was still arriving. Where's this self-talk? I want to hear your self-talk. Well, what does that yeah. look like when that arrives?
0: Well, I mean, I think about it every single day. You know what I mean? Like I, Let's I mean, go
2: see. Stealing your excuses, boys. Every day I think about
0: it every day. If anybody else wears like BJ, he's like six months. He's on there. He's six months sober with me or whatever. Also
2: just posted, savage.
0: Yeah. He's incredible. And for anyone else who's like been off of it, and like, dude, I'm getting it right now. Like you get this. It's right. It's right there. You know, you get this feeling like right there. And it's like this little like. Anxiety like it's almost Christmas morning, you know? And you get this little feeling like but oh,
2: I feel like this is so good to right the now. point where
3: I can't show any more improvement than maybe then I'll
4: decide whether or not I'm gonna your game. Wait, Stop is there this re- tra- it's just gonna be wait, something I'm Dave- gonna
2: have to do on my own. Oh, I think Dave, I thought he was asking a question, but here, hold on. Sorry. Right. No worries, Dave. Got you, bro. I'm sorry, this seemed like it made sense. All right, Bill, keep going. God, that was <laughs> a question: yeah. Whatever that, whatever that comment was, yeah. that was a great question. It was, question. There it was relevant. That statement, whoever you was talking to, I, I, everyone was listening. It was like, oh, what does he have to, about to make a declaration? Yeah. <laughs> it
1: pretty. Relevant. Yeah, sorry,
3: man. I was talking to my wife because um, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. Oh no, that. worries uh, at all.
1: Were, were you no. talking about drinking?
3: Yeah, man. Because that's, dude, that's exactly
1: where I'm at. Like, hey, I'm making a, a lot listen, of, bro- very carefully. <laughs> You're still my <laughs> like, excuse. To shut reason, up. <laughs> up. <laughs> listen, listen to me. You are unmuted for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Right now. That you declaration right. was made to the entire group on accident. I don't think so. So we heard you. We love you. It's scary. We support you. And now we're but in it with you. Also, I've told the story many times. You guys have heard it. My son it's like one, dropping
2: into the whatever ramp.
1: ramp he's seven years old, he puts his board up, he can't do it, he's terrified and uh and then he goes back a month later, he can't do it. He goes back six months later, looks down, he's like, "Oh, I fucking got this, easy, so like don't beat yourself up too much, just let the magic happen and w- and stay with us, keep hearing these stories like Bill, and keep hitting a brick wall in your
2: progress, and at some point you're gonna say, "Fuck this, I'm done, but yeah. recognize. It, it, that is where the impact lies is right there. That's it. Once well, you can, it's funny. Cause
3: this story is the exact same story. Like I was just telling my wife, he was talking about that demon. And I was kind of joking with my wife. I'm like, well, it's funny. I know that fucking guy too, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've been man. talking to that guy for years. That's- and that guy had me to the point where I had a gun on my desk in front of my wife and I was going to fucking end it all, man. Yep. And that's why I'm here now because uh, I just I knew that depression that uh, man it just it just takes over. I had myself convinced that my kids hated me. I'm Go oh, let go, man. Let it out.
4: So yeah, I know that motherfucker too, man. Hey, but, uh, hey we. That's we all why have I'm our fighting, biases, bro. bro. Right?
3: That's why I'm here because it's not an accident. And it funny is when i found you guys i was sitting on my couch drinking i was drunk right talking to that same fucking guy and it just showed up on my facebook feed and i'm like and i don't know why because you know how it is man like facebook just the social media just inundates you with shit right all day nonstop. but shf showed up and i'm like i'm gonna listen to what this guy has to say and and uh so here I am, and and I'm and I'm fighting, man. I'm fighting every day. It's a fight. Dave, and I'm not Dave perfect, this is, but, this, is but, um,
1: but... this is the suffering that we all sit in, where we said, "Fuck you!" I'll sit in this shit all fucking day. Fucking bring it, dude. But you want to give me depression, anxiety? I fuck. I will fucking ride this out till the death. Fuck you. This is this is how we roll with this shit that tries to get us to destroy our families. We say, "Go ahead, infiltrate my fucking body and my mind." I will sit in this shit and I won't even let it fucking affect me anymore. I'm going to show up on fire for my family, even though I'm in so much pain because pain will fuck us up. You know, I talked to a guy yesterday who said, "I, you know, I got back pain. So, you know, so I'm grumpy. That's why my marriage sucks. Fuck you, pussy. Like, you're going to blame your shit on your back pain. What kind of fucking man are you? You know, like just sit in the goddamn suffering like a fucking man. You know, and then we do Those it together. shit,
3: bro. I do it every do day, it man. Room. My back bothers me. I got fucking tendonitis on my elbow. I can barely lift a cup of coffee, but I'm, my ass is in the fucking gym every morning, making yeah, it man. work, modifying whatever I got yep. to do to show up. And and yeah, you know, so yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Your back hurts. Shut the fuck up. My back hurts too, dude. I got, I got, I got arthritis. I got pinched nerve here, pinched nerve there. My leg, my leg was collapsing because I had a pinched nerve on my hip. I couldn't walk, but wow. my ass was shim <laughs> every day, like, trying to, try to do something. That's the best form you laugh at it. Just to do something. Hey,
1: hey, think about that. This is great, yeah, Leonidas right. shit. Yeah. But dude, it, it's, it's, it's 300 Leonidas shit. When you show up and everyone's got excuses and you're like, yeah, I got that. I got that, too. I got that, too. I got that, too. So what else you got? Like, we don't, we, we, nothing will stop Dude, us. Dude, if
3: I can do it, man, if I can do it, anybody can do it.
1: I'm the, I am the,
3: I am the reason that this group yeah. exists. This guy right here our is God. the reason.
2: So. Let's go. Well, that was a great share, yeah. Dave. Snake. snake Try to take over your meeting. No. It was fake, bro. We needed to hear it. All of us have Thank you for the
3: Thanks, Bill, for the story, man. Cause that was, uh. Man, I was like, you were hitting everything. Like, right. But it was just perfect. I'm just, and my phone got unmuted somehow. So I'm just letting (laughs) my wife fucking have it,
0: man. So that was perfect, man. Thank you. The same (laughs) thing happened to me. I was like back, is back in like March, I think. And, and you know, Greg, I went to this call with like Greg Lowe, right? He got, he got posted. We had his interview. He's sitting, you know, I'm fighting through it. I'm, you know, I'm what, six Hadn't drank in like five or six weeks, and he's sitting there talking. and He's like, "Yeah, man, you know, I used to, uh, you know, I used to just like have have bottles of booze like all around the all around the house." He's like, "You know, I'd I'd be in my kitchen, and I'd walk, you know, I'd walk by the refrigerator, up above the refrigerator, and I just reach up there and you know grab a little swig, and then you know go do whatever I was doing. You know, maybe I was just watching TV with my wife." I'm like, "Fuck me!" I I mean, that's exactly what I did for years. But going back to it was about twenty eighteen when I feel like I lost control. Um, but it went before that, right? So like and he's sitting there and I thought I was the only one. And I thought I was being sneaky about it. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know, we'd be sitting there during COVID, like watching Tiger King and I'd be I'd be fucked up. But I'd be, still be sitting there with my wife and she for some reason she still does doesn't really get it or understand. Like that's a whole nother thing. But um She didn't really, she's like, I never knew you were like that. But I mean, I was like, dude, I had more liquor than like most people could handle. And I'm still sitting there just like carrying on a conversation, watching TV with her. And then doing the thing where I was like, wake up next morning. Like, oh, I thought we already watched. I I, I didn't think we watched this episode yet. Like, nope, we watched that episode two nights ago. You know, I didn't remember. So then it was, you know what? This happened on Sunday. This is, this, this happened because I knew because this call is going to be here and I needed to share it too. But like we, a lot of times my wife works night shifts um, like tonight and I'll, I'll take my kid. Yeah. I, I'm blessed that I get to spend time one on two with my kids. Right. And so I take them to like fast, you know, fast food, whatever Panda express or something. And it was like a big deal or whatever, but I'd always, you know, on the way home, I'd always stop swinging the liquor store drive through and then we go home. And that way, you know, put them to bed and then I can be super dad while I'm drinking, you know, big fun dad, putting them to bed. And then when they go to bed, I can, you know, continue on with my night and knock myself out. And so we're Sunday, we are at the strip mall where that liquor store was. And we're getting a bagel like we do on uh, uh, Sundays and we celebrate and get a little coffee. I get them everything bagel. And he walks by and he's like, he's like, oh, hey, dad. He's seven. Oh, hey, daddy. He's like, that's the, that's the place where you always go. That's the place where you always go after you hang out with us for dinner. And I was like, oh my god, you know. And we talk about passing this stuff on to our, to our kids. And I don't come from an alcohol. I like my, you know, my brother's got some issues, but I don't come from an alcoholic family. So I'm like, I'm starting this. I'm start, I'm, I'm, potentially starting this problem. And my seven year old remembers for four years that every time we go out to eat, dad stops by the liquor store and he can't, you know, now he can read. So now, was he going to tell my mom, like, oh, there's, there's Zandale liquor. That's where daddy goes, you know? Fuck. Fuck me. Like, and, but, but I was sad for a brief moment about it, but also, but then I thought, then I thought, yeah, but six and a half months past that, man. And I'm not going back. So I was I was like, yeah, you know what? Dad, I used to go there, but that, yeah, but not anymore. And then we just- hey, check on. it out,
1: bro. So now for the rest of his life, like if he starts getting in a drink with his friends, you're like, hey, 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 bro. Hey, come here, come here, come here. Hey, you want to be the old motherfucker, me? Or you want to be the new me? You want this or you want that? It's up to you, dude. I'll let you go through all that shit, get fat, get yellow, get all depressed. And, yep. and you, you like the old me? You can be the old me. Go ahead, dude. Enjoy. You're going to be stuck in it for 20 fucking years. Or you can just be this now. It's up to you, my son. What do you want to be? You want to be a fucking warrior like your father? Or do you want to go be a shitbag for two decades before you figure it out? Bro, it's so
0: powerful. It's, it's, it's the best lesson, dude. Feeling his excuses... 10 years, 10, 15 years from now. Because what are you gonna do when he like man, my high school, college, it was all that drinking all the time. Like, so so he gets caught drinking when he's 18. What am I gonna yell at him when I've got like a full liquor cabinet and I'm like getting drunk every night? That doesn't work. Or I yell at him and I'm sitting down. I'm like, well, let me tell you something. Like, I did that, let me tell you what it did to me. And I haven't had any of that and whatever. And that's why we go. That's why we go to the gym and we work out because we don't do that stuff. And that's not part of this family. So now I can say Bro, that. And it's I'll crazy.
1: Be- like, right? and that, that's the thing. Like, you, this is why we build ourselves into an undeniable man. We get the body, we make the money, we, we treat our wife with the utmost respect and connection so they can see what, what an amazing marriage is. So they're looking at your life like, oh my God, look at my parents, look at my dad. Like, so that in that moment, you're like, hey, listen, you think I would have built all this? While I was drinking? No. Okay. So do you want what I have? Yes. Okay. Do you think I maybe know some shit? Yes. Okay. Then you know what to do, right? So what should you do or not do? Man, I shouldn't drink. Very good. So are you going to drink? No. Perfect. Like that's the cell. The cell is you. You are the
4: cell. Well, and when they do fail
2: or if... You can be like, oh, I was there. I understand exactly where you're at. You sell them. I mean, sell them. You don't have to be mad. You know, like the the
1: drinking dad gets mad. He's like, son, you're too young for this. And He's like, Like, what are you talking about? When you're my age, then you can do it after your life's already over. Or it reminds
2: him of his own pain and how much he hates himself. Yeah, and
1: then you get mad and you lash out. And you're like, what did I I tell tell you about this? And the kid's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, such a goddamn hypocrite. Get out of my face. And they get away from you. And then they stay away because they don't
2: trust your ass, you know? Damn. Think about other aspects of your life in which you, and the way you talk to your wife, like, like anything, those negative things that you're hiding that your kids see. Just like, man, that is so powerful. There's anything that's, that's called, Bill, that is insane. Was... Your kids seeing that, that symbolism of that place where you go mm-hmm. and they just, oh, that's that's where I go. I'll be like dad damn
0: yeah
2: as
0: soon as he figures out what it is it's all it's over you know
1: my my brother-in-law's kid he was in elementary school and he would and he was to his teacher he goes i'm drunk and the teacher was like what he's like i'm so drunk right now i had like five beers this morning for breakfast and they called cps and like it was this big deal turned out he hadn't drank anything but his dad drinks every night before bed he drinks and he talks about drinking is so fucking cool and it's this and that and it's what men do so the kid he's 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 six years old and he's like trying to be cool well he's at my house and and he he starts piping up at his kid why did you say that at school why did you say that we haven't even talked about this come here why did you say that all aggressive at his son and i'm like whoa whoa whoa, hey bro like do you want to know why he did it i could tell you and he's like like well that's not what this is about i want to talk to him I go, bro, you're yelling at your six year old. Like, oh, just hold on a second. Like, why, why do you think, why do you think he did that? He's like, I don't know. He's crazy. I go, is he? Or he just trying to be like his dad. He's like, fuck, uh, dude. So, like, he just couldn't see it, bro. He was just blind to, like, mm-hmm. he's trying to be like dad. His dad's showing him that drinking's cool. So he's at school saying, I'm drunk because he wants to be cool like his dad. And He's just passing that shit down to his son. And now he's yelling at his son because he's trying to be like him.
2: Fuck. There's so many guys in here too that maybe don't have um, don't have this experience with alcohol, maybe. And you're like, oh, well, I, I don't have. Shut up. I'm good. I, Are, mean, at least I don't do that. You got you got something. something right? Right? Everyone's got different. something. Exactly right. And so this is the symbolism. New, you, you actually find new layers and hey, new layers and some, new layers of shit.
1: Some fat dude's like, oh yeah, I judge you guys because you drink. that That's the, hey, that's the, that's like the, the, the religious way to go. I'm just like, that was like the, back in the Mormon days, my Mormon days, it was like, everybody judges the drinkers and the druggies, but then they just shove donuts in their mouths and they're like 250 pounds and shit and just like overweight and fat and unhealthy and just judging people for not living the word of wisdom. It's like, you don't live it either, bro. Like, we can't. We just can't. We all
2: got shit. So let's take this back to Bill here, because I know we're so excited about your message. You got us all fired it's up. All right, but what's so okay? You start to pursue this. It's happening. What do you start noticing? We'll play with that. It could be external or internal. I don't care. What do you start to notice as things get rolling? You know. I know that's maybe a hard question,
0: but I just want you to feel like what, what, what was new? I, I, I think, I think in general, like that the, the message I'd have, and I've got like, I don't know if John's on the call, but like, I've got a buddy I got into the program a couple days ago. Right. And like, you talk Ryan about like saying like, you are that man already it's a really hard thing for somebody to understand, especially when they first get in and they have, they don't know what to do. They're, they have back pain. Their, their elbow hurts. Um, they're still juggling like everything in their life to like fit the program in. And the one thing that to say, I know about half the guys in here are like are veterans too. so, So like of the program and you already know this, but it's like the sooner like, like uh, I've been listening to, like the Bedros podcast, right? And he he talks about flipping the switch. The sooner you fucking flip the switch, and just say that you are that person, and you're you are an SHF now, and you are a gym person. The sooner it happens. But the 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 pussy footing around of saying, oh well, I I'm not really sure how to do deadlifts. I don't, you know, I don't have a gym bag yet. Um, you know, like no, if you're if you're in this program, you're a gym person now. You take protein. You take pre workout. You your Instagram is no longer you know titties and golf clubs and guitars. It's workout stuff. <laughs> Instagram will make that happen for you when you start. You know it'll 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 like that's the test. If you go through and it's just all dudes lifting weights and you know then then you Let's you take the transition. But like I think that's where I, I call it like psycho mode. But, like, I, you have to go psycho mode on it. Like, like, I just, when I grab a hold of something that I really am very interested in, I go 110% in it. The detriment is that the other things, you know, if it's something like work or something that I'm not big on this particular project, then I sort of like don't pay enough attention to it. So that's sort of the yin and the yang to it. But I just sink your teeth into it and go with it. And I think that's what happened, right? And like, I just said, once I dropped the booze, then the weight started to come off because it was all beer weight. So then like February, look at my chart. So then like February, it drops like five pounds. March drops like six pounds. April drops like eight pounds. I'm down 33 on the program so far. I got down to 30. I got down to like 42. And then I came back up a little bit and put on some muscle weight from from early July. But it's just, just telling yourself that this is this is who I am now. Like for me, I remember like thinking that there was this uh, there was this avatar of me. So like I would sit there in church, hungover, anxious, angry at the kids because they were farting around the pew, and I'd like I'd honestly look like imagine somebody else sitting next to me that was like this strong, godly calm man that I wanted to be. And it was like, this person was sitting next to me. And it sounds like crazy schizophrenic, but like. That is
2: beautiful, dude. I got
0: goosebumps. Yeah. I saw, I literally saw that person. And it was me, not quite like how I am now, but it was like, cause I'm not there. Right. But it was like somebody who was on their way to being like me being on their way to that, that person. And I was just like, I, and I would sit there and I'd envy. I'd be like, man, Ash, I, I need to be like that. And that's kind of how I got into dad work stuff. Cause I was like, I need to be a better dad. I need to like get back in the gym. I need to do this. And so when you decide that that's what you're going to do, then like, and you jump in with both feet, then you just, you wake up at 4.30 AM because that's just what you do now. You know, you go to the gym and you work out six days a week and you don't miss because that's what you do now. There's no, there's no other option. There's no one foot in, one foot out. And I think the guys that have trouble making the move or have been in the program for years, whatever, and they're just not anywhere close to their goal or not close to getting posted it's because you didn't go in 110%. Yeah, you're saying,
2: a- I get it. Your you're actions know. are aligned with whatever that man you saw. You go, what does he do every day? And then you just do it no matter how you feel. Now, this is very interesting because this is where I start to think about because I know pain. I know you know pain. Mm -hmm. That emotional pain we're talking about where you hate yourself enough where it's like, I don't want to go further. And sometimes, maybe I'll ask you this question instead of spout what I think. But I I don't know if that's gone with me. I feel like I respond differently to it my de- my perspective on it is different so maybe for the guys in here who may suffer with the feelings of depression or anxiety or feel overloaded or stressed or just feel like they're at the last the, the last end of the rope what is your perspective on those feelings now
0: they're they're still there you just manage them differently i mean i i am i'm more <laughs> like, I have more stuff to do now than ever before. Um, It's all good stuff.
4: But like, I just like.
0: I, I've got to wake up at 430 and go to the gym tomorrow. I've got to wake up at four and maybe even earlier and go right. Like, it's like this dude, you hit it.
2: That is so powerful. <laughs> you said I have things to do. Isn't that interesting? Because what, what, what is the, di- the difference between the man who inspires and the average man or the man who's broken and hiding under the rock in the darkness? It is his perspective on what that pain is doing, and it's a trigger for selflessness. It's the, it's tell- it is for me, it's saying, hey, hey, move your ass. All those things you just said, I have things to do now. You found them because of those feelings. Right? Yeah. Like, that's so powerful, Bill. That's so inspiring. Because we tend to avoid everything or hide or say, oh, I'm broken, so I can't do anything. When really, it's like, no, the universe is saying, hey, I'm making you feel like shit, so you move your ass. Freaking
4: epic. Okay. Mm. So, you see this
2: progress. You're starting to have this perspective in your life. What is the perspective of others and how do you deal with it?
0: Um, it's, it's like it gets mixed, especially now, like the the kind of post posted because I was never one. Uh, I never put anything out about working out, eating any, any of this stuff. I said I'm I said because I'm I'm not good at turning. Now he looks jacked and posts every day. It's epic. <laughs> well, that, that's sort of where I've gotten. So it's like I was like, I'm gonna wait until I get posted. It, it was never if; it was always I knew when. I knew when it was like when this is gonna happen. Um, and then I'm gonna post it up there, and I'm gonna blow everybody's mind. It's kind of what I was thinking. And it so it's like I'm gonna put this up there, but I'm not gonna be one of these people that you know is every day like in Planet Fitness, like. Taking videos of themselves, and they're you know, and then you see them out doing whatever. Like, I was just like, I'm gonna go dark, and then when I do when I do post, I'm gonna I'm gonna post. And I didn't really know what was gonna come of it. Um, it's been really, it's been weird reactions, man. I'll be completely honest. Like, I had the people that, um, like just like everyone has said, and you said a million times, Ryan. Like, you have the people that like. Quietly kind of like hit you up on Facebook DMs, they're like, hey man, just like this is awesome. Like, what are you doing? You know? And I'm like, hey, that sounds great. I send him the Kurt, the Dad Work Kurt podcast with Ryan. And I say, listen to this. And if this gets you fired up, then call me. And I leave my number. Let's go. I've only had one person do it. <laughs> and he joined, right? Um, and you know what? Those same people might come back to me in six months. And, you know, it, they're not going to do it right away. Um, it's been really interesting to see how my wife has reacted. Because, again, I think Ryan and I might be married to, like, clones of each other. But my wife does not give a fuck about what I look like at all. She does not care. Are, you, are you, You're still not sweeping the floor. The laundry's still not done. I'm not getting the attention. That I need, um, I, dude, Kyle. I've been such a selfish asshole, man. Like my my marriage is not good. Like I'm there with bro. It, it was better a few months ago when I was suffering more. My m- marriage sucks because I, I'm not putting into it, and and like I have been so selfish that I have not done the daily message to her because I'm because I'm a selfish asshole because I'm like well I don't really want to do that that'd be weird so and, well, and I am doing that like now I got on the I, I got on there watching the Rob Deerdeck thing where he's talking about how he does it every day yeah and you know we had this heart to heart last night and she still has the same complaints that she had in January now and it and it like and it, and it just brings you right back down to like you can do all these great things but if you're not taking, if you're not taking care of that, you know, of your wife and your family, then, then you've lost, right? You're yeah. still, still learning.
1: Sometimes like the whole point is you have to learn what you're capable of through your physical transformation yep. and learning the
2: discipline to be like, oh, I see the bridge now. It's where the discomfort lies because that's where the discipline is. You, you don't your workouts and food aren't discipline anymore. It's now in this aspect. And you have to be careful because you being reminded of who you were hurts very bad because it brings up fear of like maybe I haven't changed, right? Maybe I, ha- I have. I don't have this new ability, but no, you're a different man, and so now you just need to apply that. I'm talking to myself.
0: <laughs> you're not in the same. You're in the same boat. What did she write the other day? And I know we've all. I'm sure everyone's gotten this. Some other some other guy said this on a call like three or four months ago, but like she's like that you're not doing the S and SHF. It's all about how you look. I was like, God, man, God, That's God, so, big. this is like, so totally- I'm it's so rad. Like to have a woman, that in your just life, cuts to, to the heart. To man. Is epic bro. Like to gift. it sucks, but it's great. It's great. I know. I know. Um, it, it's actually good. It's actually good that she doesn't care about it. Cause if she did, she'd be like, Oh, post on Instagram. like, look, look at my husband, look at us doing this and this. She's completely opposite of that. Like she doesn't have Facebook because she doesn't want to be on, like she doesn't even have social media. So like, because she doesn't want any part of that, that lifestyle, right? So like none of it makes any, None. she doesn't care about any of that stuff. All she cares about is what happens in these four walls, right? That's it. You could be the most jacked dude ever. Like it doesn't matter. You have the most money ever. It doesn't matter. It just matters like, are you taking care of her? And I'm falling up short. So I will issue a progress report on my daily messages. Me to her. Too. I got to do it. Let her, <laughs> let her know she's loved. Be honest um, with her. I know.
2: I know. That's what I have to work on. Start with body.
1: Sorry. Start with body. We get the bo- body dialed in. We learn discipline and endurance. Yep. and Then we move on to being. We move on to family. We move on to business. And then we start to play this harmony game with all four, which is very advanced it's advanced level life. when you go from being undisciplined and and sedating, you gotta go one at a time, you gotta go one at a time and start knocking these out and adding a little bit more a little bit more and then and then you have the moving target, so you're oh we're always now adjusting mm-hmm. so. This is the game, and this is a game of exposure. And exposure is always humiliating, shameful, and uncomfortable. And so this real squeal is letting yourself be exposed and just, that's
4: it. Okay, next challenge. I got it
2: bad right now, boys.
1: I feel it right, right now. Think about it. Ryan had a transformation two years ago and he's transformed all kinds of pieces of his life. And he thought that certain parts were taken care of, but he's now come to a point of exposure. You know how often I get exposed at this level so much, like that's why I'm part of so many coaching groups. And I, and I pay into these high level places to be around like guys that can smell bullshit because I need to go in there and be in this room where they're asking me hard questions. And they're, they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm like king of the shitheads. And then, and then I'm in this room with a bunch of guys that are like, no, you're not that fucking cool. You're actually fucking up here, here and here and here. And like, you're like so far behind us. Like, I don't even know why you're in this room. And you're like, holy shit, this is embarrassing. I'm a piece of shit. And it's, th- it's important to have those moments and have learned that discipline and endurance and consistency will always get you there always
2: you can trust in it you yeah. know you're learning to trust in yourself i walked into the room here today with kyle as some things happened recently in my relationship but like, doesn't really matter what according to it but he goes oh so you finally can admit you're a liar like everyone else huh like that's exactly <laughs> what he told me and i told him some stories when i lied when i was a little over that older than him like
1: you, you don't know you're a liar sometimes in your life. You don't know it until you're exposed and you're like, holy
2: shit, I'm actually a liar. Because you were unwilling to be exposed. There's too painful. Sometimes, sometimes lying think-
1: is hidden in the form of protection for yourself or other people. And you don't know it because you think you're being a good person and you realize you, I'm actually a pussy. And you just don't know it. You don't know it until you're exposed. And we will all be exposed at certain levels over and over and over again if we're doing this right. <laughs>
2: This is epic. Okay, so let's go ahead, Bill. This has been so good, and I know you got nuggets for everybody. We're <laughs> gonna open up for questions. So, yeah. um, and then you can finish with a. Is there anything – Well, before we open up to open it up for questions, is there anything else that you like? You wanted to say that you want to get out to everybody.
0: It's just. I think. I think the only thing I want to drop is just like, it's the whole thing is progressive overload. Let's just go. Like, just like you do in the gym. So like every, like I keep, a, I keep a workout log, right? And we do the workouts four times. So the workout that I, I always like record the last, the heaviest weight that I did. So whatever, bench press, 225. I record that when I go to write out the workout for next Tuesday, I write 225 on there so that I'm not like just guessing weight. I know that I finished on 225, so mid set, I'm going to get to 225 and then I'm going to get to 235, 245 this week, right? Progressive overload. So like what's been awesome about this process I'm still working on is it, like what's really pushed me in all levels is like constant optimization of everything. It's like every couple weeks, I'm analyzing what you're doing. And being like, where can I, where can I get more psycho mode on this? Like, where can I get nastier with this? So it starts off, you're waking up at six. Well, then next month you're waking up at five. Well, then you realize like you can, you can like go slower on your reps, or you can like go to a different gym if you get up at four, right? And then you can get like Matt Powell psycho and get up at three thirty because you have to be somewhere at 6.30, but it's 3.30, so you go to bed earlier, now you get more sleep. Like, supp- everything, supplements, the workouts, like, what? just like, what are these little tweaks? Like, oh, I got, like, the biggest thing, I, I got a food thermos, right? Then I posted it the other day in the call, like a link to it on Amazon. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but now, like, when I'm out, like, I can make chicken or whatever in the morning and, I have to work away from my house. I work remotely, but I can work it from the coffee shop all day and I'm not starving. And then I pull out this hot steaming chicken in the middle of the coffee house and I get like my food. Well, now I'm not like buying food and I'm not like scrambling around for Jimmy John's or something stupid, like a pastry or something at the coffee shop. So like that thermos, like $29.99 changed like everything. All of a sudden you do these little tweaks and the weight starts going down and down and down. So that That's my thing. It's just like always look. I mean, you can, man, you can reach out, DM me or something like that. Be like, hey, I'm doing this. What can I do to like level up on this? I've probably been there. I've probably thought about it. I'm that person that buy like I'm a gearhead, so I buy everything. I've probably bought some sort of solution to your problem already and tested it. Just let me know. Op- Optimize, but constant optimization every week. How can I do it better? Whatever it is. Savage. I love it. So, all right, we're going to open up for
2: questions. I'm going to be driving now, so I may, like, in and out. So just as they come up, Isaias, you can go first. And anybody else who has a question, let's go. Let's do this. No pressure, Bill. It's been insane so I know. It's
4: just like What up, Bill? How you doing, up, man? Body?
5: Proud of you, man. Dude, I'm, so, I'm there, so inspired yeah. by you. I use your picture just to show it to people and say, hey, look, look at the transformations that these guys got over here. Look at fucking Bill, man. They're like, whoa. <laughs>
0: Dude, <laughs>
5: yours yours too, man. Yours Thanks, is- man. I appreciate it. I appreciate, it means the world. So, Bill, you know, when you talked about being psycho mode, it just resonated with me because I'm like, you know, you guys know me. You guys know i weird. You guys, you going you guys know that I talk about the inner child and shit. But uh, I remember I had experience with you, Bill, where you were talking about fasting, and I was so afraid of Coach Flores that I, I didn't want to say my point of view because, you know, I eat my goose every every day, but I do fast every day, bro, and I still do it. That's just the way it works for me. So I just wanted to ask you, have you ever, in this process where you were doing it, like, have you ever encountered, like, your inner child or your, or how was it for you? Like, because I know that you're way more savage than me on that aspect, you know? I just do like, I mean, right, up, up. right, 16 hours a day. Sometimes I do 25, but that's just my tops. Well, I mean, I have Kyle to blame for the fasting
0: thing. He was on a guy's, he was on Kyle Newell's podcast and he's a big fasting coach and that's how I got into it because I was listening to Kyle Carnahan talk. So I know we're not supposed to like advocate fasting, but for me, look, I'm just going to do what works for me. So I said, I said, all right, what's a way to sort of reconcile anything I I pushed over the limit calorie wise this week. I'm going to fast. Um, this Kyle Newell guy has a lot to say about like um, uh, the way it affects like your, your body's insulin or whatever. If you go a certain amount of time without eating, it's more than a lot of times it's more than like 24 hours. So I, I did like three or four 48 hour fasts throughout the process and I dropped a ton of weight. That's all I, have, that's all I can say. Like it worked for me. It sucks. It sucked. It was kind of awesome in the sense that, like at, I'd stop eating the night before, and then like after the first night, so like the first twenty four hours, I got to this really like emotional, spiritual thing. Like when I was going to bed, I was like just emotional, and I like some you can see why those in the, the Muslim faith do fast, right, during their holidays, um, because it 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 puts you in this stressed position. Um, and then I wake up the next morning. And even though I had to eat in like 36 hours, I feel fantastic. And I go smash a leg workout and then like, I'd go to eat lunch and like, I wouldn't even really be that hungry. Like, I'd be like, I, I guess I'll eat. I don't know. I guess I could if I wanted to, you know, and I did, you know, and you broke and you break your fast. So, it worked for me, that, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna advocate that because I know it's not
5: part of the program for everybody. One of the reasons why I ask you this because uh, every time that I fast, I heat my goose eggs. I've never, I've never ever, uh, didn't heat my goose eggs because of fasting. That's the way it works for me. Run the play before fasting everything. But um, the reason why I ask you this is because I've been, I've been thinking about all the spiritual power that we get in the program, and and that's just so important for me because. I've been dealing with my tribe over here in Ecuador and one of the things that I'm struggling with is just that it's not just fitness, you know, it's not just losing weight. There's more to it. The confidence you get, the 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 way that your spirit opens, the way you can now see. I remember when Coach Ryan told me, hey, I, like now you can see. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Now I see. And I think that one of the ways that you do that is just uh, facing yourself. And for me, it means run the play, means eating my goose eggs, it means embracing the pain. And, and I and it really and I can really relate with you on the fasting idea. I just do it differently. Like I would, you know, eat, eat all my food on the morning and fast until the next day and eat my food again. And just be starving and fucking crying when I couldn't eat. You know, it sounds weird. I'm 31 years old. I'm a father and I would cry, you know, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I just wanted to tell you, man, uh, I love you, bro. Uh, I'm love- getting inspired by you and thank you for sharing that uh I don't want to take out this whole call on my on my stupid questions, but the way that you say that uh it gets you in an emotional state for me that's that's what we should also aim for everybody here you know just face yourself, just embrace the pain, just open the gates and see what's in there. That's the way to heal for me and I don't know if it, I don't know if this sounds like resonates with you.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's like it just—it's just kind of next level stuff, right? It's like putting an emotion behind it that's not just like, "Oh, I'm doing this because I want to look good." It's like, I'm doing this because I'm like very convicted about it. Um, well, uh, can you guys hear
2: me? Am I am I breaking? Yeah, up? you're good. Dude, this is how you become the philosopher. Now it doesn't matter fast or not. It's that moment of negotiation. That moment of pain, you have to think about what the meaning is, why you're doing it, what you're doing it for, and then how you're gonna do it for them. Like this is your Plato, your Socrates. That's my favorite say. You everyone here has access to that. It is through sacrifice. Difficult, painful, suffering sacrifice. And dude, the universe just opens up. And so I am all about the spiritual side. I'm all about it. Go for
0: it. Make it spiritual and watch what happens. Let's go. Hey, here's my, t- here's my tip. Here's about, about take this away from fasting. Here's a nugget. Fast for an afternoon during a holiday cookout. It, th- I started it on Kentucky Derby. I did my first yes. Derby Day, which around here in Kentucky is like, you know, national holiday that's when you do it so wake up in the morning say it's 4th of July and you know you're going to have like bar a barbecue that afternoon and just say today i'm i'm fasting and maybe it's not all day maybe you're fasting from like breakfast until um dinner but it's so much easier like i fucked up a couple times i think memorial day and one and my, like my wife's birthday right uh it's so much easier just not to eat so then you just and again, flip the switch. Wake up. I'm fasting today. Okay. So you go to that party, and guess what? No one's gonna look at you and be like, "Why aren't you eating cake?" They don't care. You're just there watching your kids run around. So go there, get your diet coke or, or your water or whatever, and just kind of hang out. But tell yourself you're not eating, and then you don't have that one little piece that turns into ten, you know, whatever piece of cake or whatever it is. Um, that's a huge thing. I've I've messed that up. And I've also seen a ton of success from doing that.
4: Anyway, uh, BJ, I
0: got your hand up. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, man.
6: My Midwest brother.
0: We yeah. What's
6: going
0: on? <laughs> proof that you don't need to live next to an
6: ocean or palm trees to look like a Greek god, bro. Like
0: That's right, man.
6: Saying. Yeah. You Indiana Jesse, represent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. You look fucking jacked. I'm proud of you. you um, too, I got something that, you know, you touched on, and, man, you a part of the same club. And I think it's important not to overlook it. So, you know, for a new guy, you know, I, I'm hearing a lot of this posted, posted. What do you got to do, you know? Do you have to ride a bike 3.2 miles a day to get posted and eat egg whites? What's the, what's the thing? How do you get posted, you know? But I think the thing that gets missed is, you know, we want to be... We want our wives and kids to be posted, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Like in the home, right? And what what is something that if you had to go back this six, seven month journey, what is something for these new guys that you would be able to tell them to understand as they come along this journey that you would maybe change different to kind of bring that along to level up? You know what I'm saying? To, as far as like the marital thing or, you know, the in-home thing, you know, if, is, there, is there something that you would, advise for the new guys that think it's all about getting posted. You know, that's not all it
0: one of your goals, and I'm still obviously still like working on this, but you're you are changing the way forever that they are going to look at you and respect you. And you're essentially raising the bar on that, right? I mean, my my wife will never can't look at me the same. If I ever picked up another drink, um, if I looked at her and go, you know, I think I'm just going to like have a beer and maybe I just go back to drinking. Like I can't, it can't, you can't do that. you raise that bar too high. If you <clears throat> go on vacation and you come back 10 pounds heavier, like you, you can't, you can't do that anymore. You've raised that bar too high. So part of this process is setting, I think is like, The way I see it, it's like I'm setting this new standard of who I am. Like I go back to the avatar thing, like I've be like I'm becoming that avatar that I wanted to be. So now I can't do, I can't do the things that I, that I used to do. I can't come home at two in the morning drunk, driving my ass home from a bar. Like I can't, I can't, me personally, I just can't, I can't even like pick up a drink. I can't do things because it would be like such a shock. Right. At the same time, like bring, you said, like, you know, bringing your kids along too. is like, I'm setting a new standard for what we do as a family. So Saturday mornings, we used to go, you know, we'd go to like Bob Evans or Waffle House, and like get a huge breakfast, like load up and then like lay around. Like this Saturday morning, we're doing a five, like a 5K fun run. Like that's the new standard that we have as a family. Um, I I do this, you know, I've, I think I've talked about this F3 thing that's like nationwide right um fitness faith fellow fitness fellowship faith men's group and and we do boot camp every set, saturday at 7 a.m i take my son to it now we look forward to it every week we used to just roll over and eat cereal and watch cartoons and nurse dad's hangover right every morning now i get his ass out of bed at 6 a.m he pops right up we hop in our car put the convertible top down and we drive to the work to go work out like that's the new standard we've set so like that's what I'm bringing him along I want him surrounded yeah Joey started at 3 in Houston that's awesome um I want him to know that that's what men do we wake up on Saturday morning we work out we sweat and then we pray together and then we go home you know and then we hang out with our family so um that's that's where I've kind of brought like brought them along. That's what I want them. That's what I want them to see is like this is how we do this, this is how we do things. This is how men of this caliber do things. And I will say that too, guys, if you haven't checked out F3, especially if you are like me and you just don't like doing mindless cardio, it's a really nice compliment to this program. Look up uh, I forget what the F3 website, but just Google like F3 in your town. And it's, it's similar like minded men to us and, uh, get, get together at five 30 in the morning on the weekdays, you're already up, right? Um, you can, I mean, I get psycho mode again, I'll get up at three 30 and hit, you know, hit legs and then do F3 at five thirty. 30 start my day. <laughs> so like, it's a great, it's a great way to do that. And like, to if you're like, c- some of us are kind of on an Island, I know, like, you know, some of you all together in California and Florida and stuff like that. But I'm on, you know, we're kind of on an Island sometimes all virtual and it's a good way to like, it's a really good way to compliment this program. And also to get your cardio and strengthen as well. So check that out. Oh, we got Rob. Rob's in my, Rob's in my squadron. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just wanted to ask you, Bill, like once you flip the switch for
6: your six, seven months, did you have like variation like on your focus, or you were just like kill mode nonstop?
0: Um, it, <clears throat> I, I mean, the level of intensity definitely goes up. Um, you know, I, I did, I did, I will say I flipped the switch with Ryan when I stopped drinking. That was, the, that was the day, that was the switch. And I went to AA and I sent him a message that I went a video message and that was it. Like that was the switch being flipped. Um, Since then it's like more, it's just like the more you do something, you know, the more intense you get into it and and you enjoy it more and you like level up more. So like you're not just gonna like all of a sudden be at a hundred percent. I mean, mentally you, you, you could flip the switch and go, I'm not doing these other things anymore. I'm hundred percent focused on the SHF things that I need to do. And maybe, you know, you can only do three of those things, but then once you do those three, well, now you're going to, now you're going to do the 2.0 version of that. And then you're going to do the 3.0 version of that. And at some point, like you realize that like already just being in this group, you're in like the, the 0.1% of all men out there. I mean, there's some stat I read today that was like, 76 or something percent of like Americans just don't move at all all day. I mean, it's some ridiculous wellness stat that like nobody does anything anymore. So the fact that you're simply working on your fitness, you're like working on your marriage. Nobody works on their marriage, right? Like all they do, like 56% of people get divorced, divorces or marriages end in divorce right now. Um, Nobody like, takes time out to do their kids. Right. Like this, you, you say, this is right. Like this is the 0.1%. I want to be like the 0.01%. Like now I want to be, I want to be so like, un, I say the word like undeniable. Like I want, I want to be able, and I'm, and I'm a type, I'm a type B per like B person. I'm not a type A, so I'm not like interface. Right. But I, have gained this weird like competitive drive where like I want to walk into the room and have people be like, Holy shit. Like, what's he, what's he doing? Like, I want to walk around a restaurant with like the veins sticking out of my arms so that people are like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? But I get there right away. I didn't get there right away, but I, but I, but now I want, like, I want that. And I want people to come up and be like, dude, we were at, we were in Florida last week and I was at the water slide. and." I'm 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 at like five percent body fat right now. So like I'm sitting there at the water slide and this guy just comes up to me and he's got the boiler, you know, and he's like he just looked at me and he's like, So like how many days a week do you do you lift at the gym? And I was like, Oh, six, sometimes seven. He's like, Oh, yeah, I can definitely tell it look like that. And I was like I was like, Yeah, man, I never pushed on people, but I'm like, I'm like, Man, you could I was like, you're not that far off, dude. It's so like you're right there like put a little work. He's like, he was like, yeah, I should, I should really, I should really do that. You know? But like how many people are you inspiring just by being you? I mean, Ryan Kalman, I don't think he's on this call. He's all, he's awesome. He's going to get posted soon, man. The guy's like savagely crushing this program, but he's in Denver and we lifted together like a month ago and he shares his videos every day. And he's like, you need to share your videos, man. He's like, you take videos of your workouts. I was like, I don't want the camera on me or whatever. Man, the last couple weeks I've been sharing, making little videos, like 20 second things of my workout post tagging Kyle. And I've gotten like I'm getting like hundreds of views on them a day, right? And and so like people are gonna see that and be like, oh, like, gonna get inspired by that, reach out, whatever. Or maybe they'll just start eating better and we'll, you know, I'll never know. But like that's sort of the next level of it too, is like, how are you like, I'm like compelled now to like help other people get there. I've mean, it's like kind of a long way to answer your question, Rob, but hopefully that helped.
6: Yeah. And, and one thing you like from the beginning, you had arrived to that level of, you know, of having the clarity that that's what you wanted to do, like, you know, totally ripped bodybuilding,
0: et cetera, or you kind of went to there as you improved. Um. There was never a doubt in my mind that I was going to get posted. I think that was the biggest thing. It's like starting a race and like you 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 are going you are going to finish this, and i I'm telling you, you, Robert, are going to finish that. Like you are going to get posted. and the sooner that you like I can kind of sense some hesitation in your voice, um the sooner that you are like i I'm on Bill's level, Bill and I are right there together uh, Isaias, BJ, I'm right there with those guys because we, we are, we're all, we're already in the 0.1%, the sooner that you're, you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And come up with that plan. Like if, if you're posted, you know, I, I knew I was in that July 31st group with a bunch of guys, me and uh, Josh plant and a bunch of guys. Um, I set that goal. I said, July 31st. And you know what happened in July? My weight goes, oh because I knew that that was gonna be my goal. So whatever it is, man, set your goal, backtrack from it. Say it's New Year's Day, whatever. Okay, you need to lose 20 pounds between here and now. Okay, that's one and a half pounds a week. Okay, what am I gonna do lose one and a half pounds a week? Okay, that's 3,500 calories, that's 5,000 calories a week. Okay, how am I gonna cut out 5,000 calories a week? I'm gonna cut out this many a day. Okay, I need to add on. 30 bill, minutes 30 minutes of rucking okay
2: bill how much how many times you weigh yourself because i was in a very similar state as you, and i i went this, like this and i would weigh myself once a week and i was giddy i was so excited to weigh myself once because i had like you just said i decided what i was gonna do i was gonna lift i was gonna eat these foods i planned out and i was gonna go to jiu-jitsu and i knew I did that and I walked like a Savage I was going to lose weight And it was exciting
4: Every time yeah. I got there I was like holy shit It's going down again yeah. so, And then one day I looked in the mirror And I was like bull Shit It hat, I'm shredded it's, it's that easy I know I know you guys are thinking like All complex and shit No it's not do what that guy does no matter what. Show up
0: and respond to failure like a sap. I say it if you're ill. If you're it happened to me, Ryan, I woke up, it was I can tell you the day, it was April 17th. I played a gig in Columbus, Ohio, and I stayed in a hotel room by myself. And I woke up and I went to put my pants on in the mirror and I was like, oh, oh, hell yeah. I took a picture. I've got it in my in my trainer eyes. And I had like abs popping out and that was three months after, that was not even three months after I stopped drinking. That's how quickly it can happen. The run the play thing is real. And the, the thing that I say too, is if you're bored and you're exhausted from it, then it's working. If you're like, God, this, I'm so bored, like this food is so boring, then it's totally, then it's going to work. If you're mixing it up and trying to do protein donuts Stop and it your favorite cookies or, just get bored. Just with get so bored with it. God, I'm fucking exhausted from doing. It. I'm right now, like I'm, I'm exhausted. Like I just foil wrapped three Costco packs of cod because I have to eat cod between now and the show. Wow. Like I'm exhausted. I did not want to do that. It's not like fish. Like it's terrible. But like, and. I didn't eat cod for the last two weeks because I didn't want to, because I wanted to eat my 96% ground beef instead. But over the last couple of days, I flipped my little switch. and I've gone psycho mode and now I'm going to eat cod for 39 straight days. Like it just one, they just fall into each other. And then eating cod's like not a big deal. I like got, you know, I got a little bit of butter on there. Got a little bit of old bay and pretty soon it's fine. Like, I look forward to my oatmeal and blueberries every morning. I, I get so giddy about it. I'm but, so
4: excited. <laughs> yeah, it also, like butter. Then you know you've know you arrived. When you wake up, knock like, holy shit, I'm going to have a freaking half cup of butter cheese. Like, oh. you know, you're earning it, okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, your pre-workout. Like, man, that hits the lips first, you know, 4.30 in the morning. I'm just like, oh, yeah, give that to me, baby. I love that shit. Yeah, no, no. So big thanks. And Ryan keeps telling me that I can do it. So I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> He's really step, like, not enough. Not enough two sex. I could do so many, so much better. I think I have one more hand up. I got one more. I can do one more, Joey. Uh, and then I've got to go put my kids to bed because already it's already way past their bedtime.
4: But they're having a good hey, time watching
0: television.
6: Yeah, man. So I've been doing the, uh, going with the F3 since last week, doing the rucks. Yeah. And then doing the break, beat down, and then getting my workout after. So I wake up, I'll do the rucks, I'll do the beat down, I'll go to work, and then I've been getting my lift in after work. Yeah. Uh, so how do I guess my question would be, is like, my wife, she's been on me about like, she's like, you're going to hurt yourself. You're doing too much. You're going to hurt yourself. You're doing too much. How, how do you, how do you combat that? Cause it's just like, fuck, I'm not, I got to do more.
0: Yeah. I mean, is she, are you worried you're going to hurt yourself?
6: No, not at all.
0: I know in my mind, like this is what's going to get me to where I want to be. Right. Right. Um, I, I, sorry. I didn't remember his name, but the gentleman who was on earlier talking about how his, his back hurt, like my buddy, uh, John, who just joined the group, like talking about his knee hurt, like his knee hurt. Uh, it's because Dude, he
4: they didn't push day to day.
0: Yeah, buddy. This I, 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 text, works, bro. I text John, I texted him. I texted him. I said, chest day, let's go, baby. I, I'm going to go lift with them over in Louisville a little bit. But the reason like your back hurts is because, and I've been there so many times, had so many like lower back injuries because you have like, your core muscles are weak. So you start doing all this stuff. With F three and your workouts and rucks, and you know you you start rucking with forty five pounds in your back. Guess what? Your core muscles are going to build up, and then your back's going to get stronger, and then your deadlifts going to go up, and then your back's going to get stronger, and you're going to be more flexible, right? So like, there's there's a couple elements to it. Like one, you just say, you know, honey, this is all part of the program. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting stronger for you. I'm going to be stronger when I'm seventy five you know and and be able to you know travel the world with you or whatever you guys want to do when you retire um there is a time element I, I hired i i'm doing so much now it's all good stuff but i like hired a productivity coach last week to help me like optimize my time literally cuz i don't have enough time to do all the things whatever revenue generating family things all that stuff that i can do so i do think uh, Joey, like with F3, I have to juggle like when I can go, especially now that like school started, I have to just, I, I think about it like a couple of days in advance, you know? So maybe, I mean, I love the ruck with F3, but what's of, what's of more value to you? Like, is it, is it the ruck or is it, like if there's three things, like a ruck beat down and you're lifting, like you're lifting with SHF is non-negotiable, right? So Maybe do make sure you get that in, but maybe move the weightlifting before in place of the ruck or something. You know what I mean? Just like shuffle them around. Cause ultimately um, it's just my experience. If I don't get all of my workouts in by, you know, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, then it's not going to happen because of the way my family life is like, I don't have time <laughs> at five o'clock to, to work out. I just don't, it's not going to happen. So I'll, if I have to get up at, you know, Josh plants a clock, one thirty. You know, whatever. Matt Powell clock three thirty to get it in. I do that, but I have to be able to start smoking them at six thirty.
4: Makes sense. Appreciate it. Yeah, buddy, keep it up though.
0: Keep it up. That's three's awesome. Love it.
4: Well, this was all. Awesome. Thank you, Bill.
2: Seriously, inspiring. Can't wait to weird. watch both you inspire, and uh, we're gonna get you know. For your bodybuilding competition, we're gonna have to like get you
0: a, an SHF speedo or something. Oh, we have to do something, man. I've, I, I have a, I have a coach here that has been bugging me for like four years, and it's like anything else, man. He was four years ago. He's like, dude, when are you, when are you gonna get on stage? I was like, dude, I'm fucking. Love it here. There's no way. Oh, awesome I'm bodybuilding. And then you do SHF. Anyone who's posted could get on stage like the next day and do it. You know what I mean? Yep. For me, it's like, God, I'm already 90, 90 something percent there. All I have to do is yep. like shave it down a little bit more and we're ready to, you know, and you're ready to go. So we're, we're so elite in this group. I love it, dude.
2: That is fun to think about you guys. Like, to really think about that. Like you, if you do this, you get posted, you're going to be the most athletic, the lightest and the most, the strongest you've ever felt your whole life. Yep. those are out of the age. You are an athlete. That's how, we, that's how we roll with our workout. So thanks for your example, Bill. I'll oh, let everyone take off. We'll let you go to your kids to bed. What's your love? Thank you for your example. For those of you that struggle with those drinks, Bill stole, stole all your excuses. And anything else you struggle with, you selfish assholes?
0: Call me. Let's go. Text me. DM me if you have trouble. Seriously, I don't care. I'll help you out. Go. Thanks. Love you guys. Thanks, y'all.
1: I hope you enjoyed this transformation from Superhuman Fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the Brotherhood right now.
5: I cannot say much because I'm going to show you. It. Whatever, I'm not gonna show her this recording until I give her the fucking ring, so I promised her I was gonna get posted, I fucking got posted, I'm buying this ring next week or something, man, as soon as I get uh, all the fucking cash, I'm buying that shit, man.
0: Edited by Gage Sanderson.